0: Here we are with Godbound, The Storms of Chow, Episode 2. I am Devin, the Game Master, and to my left,
1: we have X playing Y.
2: Nicole playing Lao Ling.
1: Kevin playing Grant. And Peter as the goat-headed. All right, gang, here we are,
0: Session 2 of the Godbound module, The Storms of Chow. So, who wants to recap things that happened last session that the listeners probably remember?
1: We met with you, Wu Yang, and the censor, and Noyan Tomor, and Mother Fu It was all lovely.
2: We met with a bunch of people. Uh, we mind-controlled the merchant horrible lady to give us what we want. And we also did the thing the censor wanted, but then didn't give him the thing.
0: You stole documents from the archives and kept the documents. Yes. Because <coughs> we thought it would help us without actually having to
3: answer to him. Yeah. And he found that it was helpless. Yeah, but now he can't send someone else to steal it, so.
1: And we didn't expose Governor Wu Yang. Because we like him. He's such a nice fellow. <laughs> Holding our cards close to our chest, basically. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you
0: have a meeting the next day with... Beautiful Sage Faye, the foremost expert on the pattern. <clears throat> the religious thing that drives this nation of Dullumbai. Yep. All right. So, presuming you shack up somewhere, a night will pass, and it'll be the next morning, and you have a meeting at a tea house, in the tea house district,
1: which had a name, where you will hang out with beautiful Sage Fay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do we already have the storm or not? It no, it's on
0: You got like five days. Ah, okay. You got time, bra? Bra. 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 Okay. Alright, as you're walking through the streets, um, the street itself is blocked off briefly by a parade. Um, A large amount of escorts in armor and wearing nice, soft purple and blue colors that are, you know, showing off how rich they are, get fucked, uh, are carrying a palanquin that has been covered, uh, that has servants on it, and they are just kind of going down the streets. And some of the servants are throwing little coins out at the beggars that are, like, in the mud and stuff, begging (laughs) One of them, throw some at your face. <laughs> I see.
2: Chiba has a wealth smite on them. Just throw
3: bed pennies in there so that uh, they get infected. What, fucking hexers show up and <laughs> hooligans?
1: Just use artifacts, yep. Transmute the air over them with a the solid gold. smack.
0: I really think want to do godbound again. <laughs> uh,
1: whatever for? Uh,
3: Grant will kind of just nudge one of the nearby uh, peasants. He's like, so... Who's that?
0: The, uh... Man that you nudged. Taller, slender man with a mustache. He has red hair and, like, red beard. He has a cloth and he's kind of coughing a bit of blood into it. That's people are wont to do. <laughs> oh, he's, he's Raktian. He's not from here. Raktian? Yeah. Those, um... They're noblemen. The the woman's going to, uh, Some shrine. A shrine? Yeah, it's like a... It's like to, it's like a shrine they go to for like good luck for like their marriage and stuff. Oh, a royal marriage of sorts, I guess. Something like that. I, I can't ever tell. There's so many shrines here. But she's the daughter of a magistrate or an assistant magistrate here in the city. So it's like a shrine to go for like you know good childbirth, basically. Huh. Yeah, you know, children. They're big on children here. <sighs> to make the marriage work. <coughs> oh, oh, Christ.
3: And just kind of passes over the coins that were thrown in his face over to this guy. He's like, here.
0: Ah, yeah, thank you. Hey, have you, uh, you haven't seen any other Racteans around here, have you? I'm looking for a fellow. He's, um, short, kind of lanky, though. Uh, looks like he's just growing. Like, he's just kind of popping into being a man. Uh, he, uh, I'm just looking around for him. for have tell there's someone uh, like that around here. Have we seen anyone like that? Yeah, but you know,
1: there's a lot of kind of folk here, but you haven't seen anyone by that description. Yeah, Listen to me the rock tent as in the white. Point to the grant. Small, white person.
2: He's not lanky, though. He's a uh, stout. He's a dwarf.
1: Yeah, grant is as
0: wide as he isn't tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, can't say we've seen anyone like that. That's nah, a shame. All right. You're uh, you're all a bunch of odd folk, aren't you? Yeah, I yeah. Say
2: the same <laughs> Raktian person in Ichal.
0: I'm looking for someone. He has something of mine. I'm trying to get it back.
2: And what's that?
0: It's private. Oh, oh, God Almighty! This filthy fucking air. How do these people live like this? And he looks over at some people clearly dying in the street. All oh, right. <laughs> is this guy,
3: does he seem to be dying from anything? Using my endurance word, I guess? Oh, yeah, something's killing him. Grant's just going to kind of reach over and pat the guy on sh- his arm because I can't reach his shoulder, and I'm going <laughs> to use the gift of endurance. Oh,
0: cool. You seal off his stomach cancer. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Which it <is> says he has. <laughs> the stomach of cancers running through him. Oh, no.
3: So, yeah, he'll just... Subtly
0: fix that. Yeah,
3: we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out. Maybe if we see you around,
0: we'll let you know. Well, thank you. I and mean, he takes the money, pockets that because you gave him cash. Uh, boy, are raddits. Grant, pleasure. Grant, that's. Where the hell are you from? You look like a cousin. Oh, uh, uh, what? Um, uh, uh, hillfolk. They uh they live up in uh, this place called. They're from Incalia. Oh shit! Uh, that place. Which he's he'd have heard of at least. Everyone's heard of Enkalia.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm from I'm from around. A place called M Bay. Ain't uh, ain't in Encalia though.
0: Mm, Alright. Okay. Neat. And you two?
2: Sorry, what?
0: He's asking who the fuck you are because you were nice to him.
2: Oh, my name's Lau. Lau Ling.
0: I'll say hey, so.
1: For the Thousand Goats.
0: That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense to me. I was going to say the uh, Black Reaches, but that makes a lot more sense. <clears throat> what
1: are
2: the Black Reaches famous
0: for? Power Rangers monsters. Yep. Currently at war with.
2: <laughs> I have a question, Devin. What? Is his name Boiler Raditz?
0: Boyar Raditz. Like oh, yeah. B-O-A-R. He's a boyer. It's a nobleman title. He's uh, a nobleman.
2: B-O-A-R.
1: He's a nobleman.
2: Boiler Raditz.
1: R-A-D-E-T-Z. So what's his power level? The one of others?
0: His power level? Oh my god. He's about one Cyberman. man. One of the others. He even as even like red hair and stuff, like a vegetable.
3: <laughs> oh, also I've tucked away one effort for my artifact, so.
0: Good to know. Yeah, if you want to, I don't know, do you want to mind probe him to find out what his story is?
2: Kinda, yeah.
0: You're interested. I'm
2: kind of uh, suspicious of him, actually.
0: You're gonna use like psychic magic on him? Yeah. Alright, he has no way to resist, so. <laughs> okay, he's looking for that guy that he just described. His name is Pyotr. Wait, so. P Y O T R. Okay. Yeah, he spells his name in the same way that Peter spells his name, a way that no one from our part of the world would spell it. He said
2: P Y?
1: P Y O T R.
2: What's the
3: Ractine Confederacy again? I thought it was. It's just a place. Yeah. Uh
1: don't it's you know the place well,
2: where your sorcerer queen came from last time well the
1: Rakhtans have all those kaiju unleashed the, oh like, Black are like eh not much going on there's like some, some, some
0: I uh, think Dylan
1: at war with the Rakhtan confederacy or yes. something yes yeah. yeah. they're
2: the guys that are next door to Ye Chow who were like go away now and yeah. this guy's just here so
0: I mean not all the citizens are illegal just you know the monster people hmm. he's not a monster people he's just ginger
2: <laughs> I mean he's not
0: transgressing he's just trans ginger <laughs>
2: Jesus,
0: Devin. do worry, we got to fix them there. I'll Continue. Go. You were saying
2: something about that guy. Now the
0: guy he's looking for is his old uh, serf, his old servant, uh, who ran away, and his name is Pyotr, and it's his illegitimate son. That's something of his that he has. His genes. His he's jean to, grays. He needs to take it back. <laughs> That's his story that you've ripped from his mind without roleplay. Handy. He came to look for his son because he's dying of cancer, so we want to reconnect with him and, like, help him, and, like bring him into the family and stuff. Hey, pray for me. And now he's going to find out he doesn't family. have cancer
3: anymore. Get back in the slave shop!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what a touching story.
0: Mass psychic powers.
2: I mean, I can make him forget about his son if I want. <laughs> You're a monster. There's no reason for you to do that. I don't know, You're the term. devastator.
1: <laughs> it's fertility. is
0: no longer your
1: son. <laughs> Fucking
0: lord. Anyway, that scene plays out. You talk to Boyor Raditz, and you see the palanquin carrying Ji uh, Kin, daughter in law of Assistant Magistrate Gi Bao, to the Shrine of the Blue coat That's nice. Yeah, it's inconsequential. Mm. Utterly inconsequential. Yep. Yeah. The procession continues, they're still throwing petty cash at people. We're scrambling through the ankle-deep mud and, shit and piss and shit to get to it from the streets.
2: This oh, town oh. is horrible.
1: <laughs> right? Such a lovely place. It's
0: Such a fun of, magical evening. If one of us had Earth, we could just be like, there we go, pay streams. Cold. Streets. You mean artifacts? Earth and artifice, together, you could be like, paved streets, plumbing everywhere, baths. Sanitation. My work here is done. I only come here to give people sanitation. <laughs> like, why is that? So that in like four or five generations, the quality of people that I can hit on will be more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh introduce perfume. And dentists. Guys, there's poop on the street. Let's do of the poop on the street. It's like, what's this building? This building has hair care products and skin care products. They were produced from plants. God, if I played my uh, Bright Republic character, I wouldn't sell energy
3: drinks. I'd sell hygiene products. Soap. Yes.
0: The most condescending thing
1: possible to sell to a different culture. Have some medicine.
3: Uh,
1: Have some comic books. Have some blankets.
0: (laughs) Kevin, no. History repeating. So yes, you guys continue to the district where the tea shop is to talk to beautiful Sage Faye. Change up the music. And we're back. So you guys head to the tea house. It is called The Swan. And there aren't customers in. There's the person who takes care of the place. They they kind of cleared it out for the day. Uh, There is a young woman who is... Looking like a beautiful young woman by <laughs> most standards, and a older woman who is her chaperone. They are dressed out in the default clothing for this area, except they are rich people, so it's rich people default clothing. Less motherly. Okay. Oh yeah, they're uh, sitting at the tea table, and they have seats for you. And then just for you to sit down, and the waiter person is going to go through tea ceremony, which isn't going to be like a Japanese terrace tea ceremony where 800 years goes by. It's more like a nice, brief pouring of tea.
1: I guess we go in.
3: Yes. Yes, we are oh, sat down Do the tea. ceremony, and then we just stare.
0: Uh, hello!
2: Hello, beautiful sage.
0: I hear you are the divinities that have come upon our city and have set up in our land. That'd be us. You were. Wait, did, I, did she reach out to you or did you reach out to her? I think we, we said reached that. out to her.
2: It was actually both. I yeah. think it was like we were wanting to meet her. Oh no, that was the other lady. Never mind. Yeah, we reached out to her. Okay. The other lady, we were going to reach out to her, and then her servant showed up.
0: That That's was, perfect. That the
2: other lady. That was not her.
0: (laughs) In what way could I assist you with your dealings with the local government here?
2: We're hoping someone as well-versed in the pattern might have some insight into what's making the shrine act up.
0: The Altar of Heaven? Yes. It is a very old and very sacrosanct artifact. It helps guide people here in Li lives in a more constructive way in dealing with the pattern we follow, set out by the True King, the pretender of our culture. The Patriarch. What's the pattern? The pattern is... I'm back. The pattern is the way life repeats itself and works in a very literal pattern to have the most spiritually pure existence. It is a series of, of poems or rhymes that continue through everyone's lives. It is the concept of Lee. Would you like a brief introduction to it?
2: It might be helpful for our foreign compatriots here.
0: Of course. So the first rule is that filial piety is the soul of virtue. That is to say, you are the child and you love your parents, and that love is the first love that exists. It provides the strongest bond that you know in life. So, to love your family is the very groundwork that everything is built upon. If you're unable to do that, then there is no Then there is very little hope for you to live a life of objective correctness. Do you love your family? Of course. Yes. They sold me the (laughs) savory. I'm sure one day you will be able to. I'm certain one day you will be able to get their forgiveness and right that wrong.
1: Oh yes, I'm sure I'll be able to get a forgiveness.
0: Of course you
1: will.
2: Like not your forgiveness for getting sold into slavery, but your, but their forgiveness for not loving them because you're <laughs> supposed to love your family. And it's like, oh my god.
1: Like <laughs> kind of they feel? like what's mother was called the scapegoat for some literal reasons. <laughs> I'm sure that's very interesting in your culture. What a what a
0: diverse background you have. The, the second step afterwards is to honour the five relationships. The These are fundamental across everyone's lives. Parent and child, ruler and minister, the elder sibling and the younger sibling, husband and wife, senior friend and junior friend. These are replicated throughout everyone's lives. They're universal. And it sets up the, the very basic tenet of the greater, uh, the lesser reveres the greater, and the greater nourishes the lesser. Your betters take care of you, and in exchange, you serve your betters. It is a perfect balance, where everyone is taken care of properly, and everyone is respected properly. No. After that, one must serve their ancestors rightly. They're your parents, and your parents' parents, and all that came before you, they are your elder, or all that came after you.
2: Oh, sorry, I was, wasn't was looking at you funny because of the way you were <coughs> saying I was looking at you funny because your thumb was freaking me out because it was bent too far backwards.
0: Perfect, that didn't derail it anyway. <coughs> so it's every family's responsibility to produce sons so that the rites of ancestor worship can continue and the family line can be maintained at all costs. Um, if your family line is not contained properly, then ancestor priests must be brought in to sacrifice and worship, which um, will eventually lead someone to spiral into hell if they are forgotten, which is a original sin that has real no real no real comparison. To allow someone to fall into hell due to non-worship, to abandon your family in such a way hmm. by not producing heirs. Uh, after that, serve your relationships dutifully. You have relationships that exist and you must nourish your elders or you must honor your elders and nourish your juniors. You have to take care of the relationships that exist in your life. It's your responsibility. Uh, then act as the ancestors acted. The true king had perfect wisdom and setup for how the world operates and you must follow his example in all things and never gainsay them for he was perfectly wise and accounted for Literally everything in the pattern. So to go out against the pattern is to try and subvert his wisdom and the ignorance of that is astounding. It can only lead you to failure. And of course maintain what you've received. <coughs> don't try to move up. Don't try to move down. Stay within your lane. The ruler rules by example. So you live a life according to the pattern. And by living a life in accordance to the pattern, those under you that you nourish will also live a life in accordance to the pattern. And if the person above you is following the pattern correctly, they will be an example you can look to when you're trying to find your life, and you'll be an example for them to look to. Everyone staying in in their step upon the ladder moving upwards takes care of everyone below them and can look upwards for the better example. Um... And the last one, that's this this one, like, they they go from order of importance down. The last one is seek learning so that you may be perfected. So, ignorance is, is a sort of wickedness. You must always look to enrich your knowledge and enrich yourselves so that you can be a better example to those below you and so that you can be a better servant to your betters. And, of course, to think of the pattern, understand how these relationships connect and work.
3: And these are the laws that govern the altar of heaven?
0: I mean, they're the laws that govern all aspects of life. Hmm. But the altar is very much built by the true king, and it is a much more succinct interpreter of these orders. An extension of his will. Yes, an extension of his will, nourishing us while we serve him.
3: Well, you're an expert on such things. What could be so grievous that it would cause these storms to pick up?
0: For the city to be afflicted by this, I have meditated on for quite a while. It must have something to do with the... 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 largers of the city, the betters. Hmm. Someone in a position of power is acting so far outside the pattern that... the true king and heaven have decided that this city must be scourged of all life. And because we are... because we must obviously be being improper servants... We have not rooted out this broken step to uh, neutralize it and bring it back into the fold. You think it's a failure of everyone that
3: uh, this hasn't been discovered?
0: For this to be so egregious, it would have to be such a large conspiracy that there would have to be near a hundred people involved. And for that to be not found after a year of research by even even though the most competent people in power here then of course it must be our fault
2: one person can keep a secret maybe even two but when it gets more than that it becomes almost impossible
0: there was some barbarian scripture i read once from uh one of the, the more unenlightened countries that said three can keep a secret if two are dead I don't know how relevant it is in our lives, but it does ring true to the scope of this heresy.
3: People have been disappearing from the city, dying in these storms. It could be very easy that anyone who comes close to revealing it could be being dealt with.
0: Fair. Hmm. I have mused on the subject and believe I have come up with a solution that would resolve this in a way that would be most appropriate uh, to the city, and fix the various amounts of corruption that have been whispered about by some of the more uh, loose-lipped Shilrem. Well, much of what you said is correct already, so do tell. The Altar of Heaven, which is tended by the region's blood, it is a singular device of the True King, though it being put in and taken out of storage uh, when it was ceremonious, ceremonially retired uh, may have interrupted the flow. They were never designed to be stopped. So the, the indiscretion of it being retired when it was originally put into play might have interrupted its workings. It's not working as efficiently as records have set. It might need help. And I found help. Through my writings and letters with other sages on the subject of the pattern and leaf throughout all of Dolumbai, one reached reached out to me and sent me a package that has a celestial chart of heaven, meant to realign and re-guide the altar back to the true king's original uh, intensity. If such a thing were to be applied, it would resolve our issue almost immediately. You think it would immediately uh, root out those uh, responsible?
1: Guaranteed. That's interesting. Yes.
0: The altar itself is equipped to resolve this problem. It simply has um, issues with its operation due to the, the way that it was brought back to function.
3: You don't think it would amp up the storms? I mean, its current intent seems to be to destroy the
0: city. That's not, my, that's not what my studies have, have brought to light. Really. It would restore the function of the altar to correct the actions of the citizens. Do tell.
2: Correct it if it's already happened.
0: Oh, the the citizens in question that are working against the pattern would uh, be rehabilitated by the altar and would be once again loyal subjects of the true king and they would come forward with their crimes and confess.
3: The upright. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, they would become upright. And be happy again. But what about the higher-ups? I mean, the failure of the Xiaoren is that they have not rooted this out.
0: And with such a vast amount of people involved in the conspiracy, the Xiaoren that are involved would come to their senses, have their conscience restored, follow the pattern, and confess to who's involved in conspiracy, bring it to light to the censor from the regent, no less, and the issue would be quickly dealt with within the month. perhaps within a week even depending on the speed of horses and weather,
1: uh permitting Hmm. can you show the chart oh yes of
0: course she like has a little case and it's a nice little uh scroll that if you look at it it gives you a headache because it's endless amounts of swirling circles in like uh Japanese Chinese style script bending in it on itself and flowing on the paper when you look at it, like in Skyrim when you look at the Elder Scrolls. Cool. And like it, it hurts to look at, it. and you will instantly know this is a celestial shard of heaven. Where did you find this? Oh, one of my scholarly uh, associates that I communicate with through letter writing uh, reached out to me when I told them about our plight. Huh. He found this in an old archive in one of the other cities, and sent it. It's made for the altars. It was actually penned by the true king himself. In the event that any of the altars were damaged, and him or his perfect sages were not able to attend its function uh, to be uplifted. I see. Placing this upon the altar would be as if the true king himself had re-blessed it.
2: No, Devin. Yeah. We know it's a celestial shard by like automatic. Yeah, like
0: you just know instinctually.
2: Um, do we know for sure, like, if it's touched to the altar, it will automatically do the thing she wants, or is that something it can do?
0: That is what she's saying. There's no way to discern
1: what.
2: Okay, I just want to know whether well, we knew if that was
1: probably true or not. if like as it would examine it with these artifacts, it might be able to. Yeah, that's exactly what it'll do. Yeah. I'll fix the shrine. The
0: shrine will go right back to 100%. Yep. Oh,
2: okay. So we don't want this anything near there.
0: And it's not even like placing on the altar. Like if you touch it to the altar, like just like a bit, it'll do it. <laughs> it even slightly pulls towards it if you get way too close. <laughs> oh, perfect. There's a problem, though. The regent's younger brother, he is the one that is caretaking the Shrine, and of course, him being of regent blood, I would never wish to gainsay his wishes, but he does not see my interpretation of the pattern uh, as I do, and has rebuked my suggestions to resolve the issue in Ichau. The wisdom behind this I, of course, could not dwell on, as it is not my place. I'm a woman and I'm not a Yunzai and I'm not part of the Regent's inner circle, so it is not my place to make these sorts of uh, counterpoints. But he seems very against this course of action to restore the altar to the true king's original intent. If foreign divinities were to convince him of the wisdom of this, and apply the fix, he would probably see it through a better light.
3: Did he deign to give a reason as to why he wouldn't allow this?
0: I cannot speculate on his reasoning, though I can imagine why he would be hesitant to accept my input. Though I am a very modest scholar of the pattern, I, again, am a woman, I do not have any official rank, It would be improprietous of me to try to force my outlook on him. And it's very much the case that he might also see it that way. Uh, My words simply do not have the same amount of pull. Hmm. But foreign divinities of power and influence and social standing, she points over to, what was her here's name? Lao. Lao. You might be able to talk to him man-to-man, so to speak. And the idea might become, come across more palatable. She's implying that he said no, because she's a
2: woman. She's not implying it, she said it.
0: <laughs> I mean, she said it, but she used a lot of words in between. Well, if you would allow
3: us to take hold of the star chart, we will, we will definitely weigh that as a possible option.
0: it but but must course. be others
3: besides the prince that would look down upon this idea.
0: I could not imagine who. The Upright are perfect citizens. They, if, if I were to put garish numbers to it, the amount of work they do is 170% harder than any other shieldren in the city. They never rest. They don't uh, get sick. Or if they do get sick, they take proper precautions to get better afterwards. They're happy. They don't idle. They don't slow. And they just love serving the pattern and serving the True King and the Regent. They're ideal citizens. And they feel good about it. They're happy. I've spent hours with them. and They're just the most pleasant people you could ever meet in your life. They're truly at peace. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Curious as to why the prince would think that is a negative then?
0: Well, he is the prince... He, he is the regent's younger brother, of course. So. He is not regent himself. Perhaps there are parts of the pattern he might be still discerning for himself in his role.
3: Yeah, we should speak to him. Definitely and Get his uh, get his view of things.
1: Yeah. I think we were planning to talk with him next. I had heard. Well, I guess we can take this star chart and bring it to him and see what he says. He'll just reach us over. and yeah, she's going to let you have it. A closer look at this.
0: Uh, thank you for your time. You're very welcome. I hope You will see things as I have, and we might put an end to this swiftly before anyone else is hurt. This does seem to be the most immediate option.
3: Hmm.
2: What is the limits of the um, alternate range-wise?
0: As far as you can see, each uh, fortress city each out.
2: I knew that was what it is now, but if we restore it to its former strength, is that still the limits of it?
0: I'm not sure on the, sp- the, the, the... The repairs... It's working fine in that regard now. The repairs are more to how it roots out corruption and resolves it. That isn't functioning properly.
4: Hmm.
0: Which is why the storms are getting so intense. It is a stopgap if it can't simply root out the corruption. It is to let people know that heaven is displeased with our uh, fallible mortal ways. It is two parts. It is reward it is punishment and reward. The altar p- rewards the citizens by allowing them to become perfect and happy and content and it punishes the, administ- the, the, the the greater the administrative side of the city for not following the pattern. And perfect citizens will be able to notice that and put them back in their place and correct the flow of transgressions.
2: That's definitely not how it's looking now, though. It's
3: punishing the Shuren for the Jinzai. Yeah, though the implications here seem to be that the uh, the lesser are also involved in this. But there's
0: well, there's more just so many. There to. are just so many more Shuren than are Jinzai. Shuren must be involved. Servants, go betweens, soldiers. Uh, there, are not ma- there are not very many Zhensai in the Chao, so it, there must be xiao Ren involved and they, by not coming forward, are making it worse for everyone. Hmm. I dare say one person coming forward to anyone involved in the investigation, to to the, the censor himself, uh, Liang, would resolve this immediately. I hear Liang even has uh, speculations on how this could be, on who could be behind it. I just hope that whoever is able to help him, it could. But no one's come forward
2: it confused me for a second because I thought she was saying my character's name and I was no,
1: like, what? Bitch. what? <laughs> now the other guy. <laughs> Fatty McGee.
2: <laughs> I forgot he was fat.
0: Kermit the Frog here. I don't think that's
3: all we need from her though, so.
2: Very well, it sounds like our next talk should be speaking with the prince.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Thank you for your time, beautiful sage. After mm-hmm. I said it though.
0: But, of course, I'm so glad you came to meet with me on this. I also... No, I, I would just hope that you, you would follow through on this after you meet the prince. Perhaps you could come meet with me again afterwards.
3: Seems like something we can do, yes?
0: would We perfect, require another appointment. Just send out a... Let, let us know and it'll take another day to clear up the tea house. Fair enough. And you guys leave. Hmm. Yes. What are you thinking? Gonna solve this problem in one in one fucking minute?
3: Just, we, Grant has never seen an upright. He just knows what he's heard. So from what he knows now, it's like, yeah, this sounds like an okay idea.
2: Yeah, we don't know quite how brainwashy it is. Or the fact that it, you know, churns people Chinese. We don't know about that part, really. We just know that they're they're good citizens. Also, the fact
3: that it would immediately solve this and prevent more death. It's like, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> right? And then we go there, we're like, oh, it's like super bad mind control. We'll
0: find out about this in a second. Next quest. All right, so you guys are heading to go meet with the prince, mm-hmm. which means um, they are going to have to get you a covered carriage to take you through the upright district. Oh, no. little palanquin. It's the Mulberry District where the Altar of Evan is kept. Hmm. The upright like to be around it, they say. So why do we need a covered carriage? Oh, to keep. Uh, this is the guards.
3: Uh, to keep the upright from seeing you. Why can't they see us? Because
0: you're foreigners.
2: I literally, literally, as he was like, you're like, why can't they see us?" I was literally like gesturing at both of you guys, and then he's he said that, and I'm always like.
0: <laughs> they have a problem with foreigners. I mean, you're pretty un—you know—you're pretty unclean. And they have a problem with that. (laughs) Go on. Uh, You look like freaks and mutants and ugly people and they have a problem with it. Why can't you, look? if you look more like Lao here, it'd be fine. (laughs) Mud. <laughs> the back of my head. My
2: character looks kind of smug at that, actually.
1: Cocaine.
2: <laughs> You're not the killer queen.
1: I've never done this drug before. <laughs> I take some mud, cut it down so it's like a mask of Link, put it on my goat face.
0: You're wearing <laughs> his <use> mud skin.
1: <laughs> give me not touch me. <laughs> Man. I am Link.
3: So they don't like it. What do you mean, like, do they get lynchy? Is that what we're talking about here?
0: I mean, okay, they don't get lynchy. We haven't had a full-on lynching yet, but it's just they, they're very proper about how things should work. And if if a bunch of weird foreigners, you don't know how things work, you don't know how to talk to people, how many steps to walk behind someone, all these little tiny rules. So if you got of line, they would have to ask like a guard or someone to like cane you for it. And if I didn't cane you right, then they'd get my boss on my case over it. And if my boss ignored it, they'd get really mad about it. They really like when the law is followed. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, a covered carriage it is.
1: Izzy drops a paper mache head of Ling. He was
2: about I mean, if you want to be my mascot,
0: uh... giant paper mache bottle head of Ling. Like the fucking Beth in the uh, Jerry daycare.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, you'll have to go my giant horns. The first one in gets to change the tracking settings on the VCR. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, so they put you in a covered carriage. Some people get, like, it's not a carriage, it's, a, it's like one of those little palanquins. And, like, a bunch of Shioran servants who are, like, you know, dressed proper pick it up and start to carry you through the. They open up the big wooden barred gates of the Mulberry District. Okay, so, your palanquin begins to take you through the Mulberry District. District of the City looks a little bit nicer, well taken care of, and uh, just eyeballing from kind of the metrics you've been given, there's about 5,000 people that live (coughs) in the city. It's been quarantined. You can't enter without express permission from the Governor. So yeah, the people are carrying on palanquins, and yeah, outside the window of your little palanquin or whatever, you can just see people nice Delumbian people going about their business uh you know spinning thread uh cleaning houses um, making like textile stuff um worshiping at little shrines it's all very nice and orderly i'm gonna play a
2: traditional uh Delumbian song
0: Oh yeah, there's some people who come by and clap, you know, when the palcorns going by because it's from, like, some of the Zhenzai, they, like, you know, all bow respectfully in a perfect, ordered line. <laughs> Everything is very mechanical.
3: Huh, this is really, uh, idyllic.
2: Yes, it really is. Like the illustration
1: in the books. Hmm? Like the illustration in the books.
2: Yes.
3: I'm kind of curious how they'd uh, react if they actually did see us.
1: it. No, <laughs> not really.
2: <laughs> I mean, <A> race. <clears throat> I would most likely be fine, but I leave that sentence unfinished. <laughs>
0: the implication is enough. And yeah, they—you are brought uh, nearby to the prince's palace, where the shrine is nearby transits on kind of campus grounds and you are brought inside past the upright we're back your pelicans are brought into the palace you are disembarked and you are in the prince's little personal estate it is lavish a little smaller than you might expect from a palace but still magnitudes larger than what most people here are living in uh, a sweet, salty smell is in the air when you come in, like this, and the sound of like, frying and hissing. And, uh, Prince... The, the Prince pops on in! Uh, he comes in from like, a side room, uh, with his like, servants and stuff. Um, he's a young man, kind of, you know, aimless teenager looking in royal robes that aren't quite as well kept as you'd expect from royalty. Um, there's like a slight kind of wet stain around his cuffs, like a very slight kind of like... It's grease! Fucking get the look off your face. <laughs> eating popcorn. Gross. My god, it shows up on everyone's clothes. It's grease. Nobody around here is clean. Anyway, and he comes on in into the, uh, reception room you're in. Hey! Hi! You're the, 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 the heretic gods, right? That's right.
3: Yeah. It's
0: great. It's great. Come on, we got we got stuff set up. So Zazel, the half man, and
2: <laughs> I'm
0: Lau-ling. Lau-ling. Perfect. Right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, that's that's just. We'll talk later. Let's. We got this whole thing set up. Let's go. So you're the prince? Yeah. I'm uh, I'm the prince. Okay. <laughs> he brings into a side room that has like a nice oak counter that has like, it's lined with confections from different parts of Ancalia or Arsum, awesome. specifically Bright Republic confections like chips and like, you know, sugar bars and Turkish Delight. And there's a little there's a little barrel full of salted peanuts, and there is a small basket full of like pre-packaged brown bags. He's like, Yeah, grab one.
3: Huh.
0: Alright. Got one of the bags and just kind of grabs
3: a few of each little confection. It's like, oh huh. there's trick trays for you.
0: Perfect.
1: Takes a bag, eats it whole. <laughs> oh,
0: no, no bad god! <laughs> That's-
2: I'm also taking over
0: here. Yeah. Yeah, how was uh, your trip here through the Mulberry District? The upright didn't uh, get in your way, did they?
2: No, it was very peaceful.
0: Oh, that's small miracles. Small miracles. Yay.
3: Yeah, we were told we had to uh, cover up for it, cover our shame.
0: Yeah, they're very rioty. Don't, uh, you don't want to get on the wrong side of them. Huh. Yeah, It's the worst. So he brings you into a large room that has, like, about a dozen, maybe two dozen chairs in rows in it. But they're big, comfy chairs that have, like, a little area for you to put your tray. And there's a big, giant, blank tapestry screen and a buzzing and humming sound in the background as, like, light projects. It's a projector. It's a movie theater. I'm not going to describe the movie theater in a way that would be strange and new to your fucking people. It's a movie theater. Put it in your head. Interpret it as your characters would see it. Projectors. Projectors would exist.
3: Fucking, uh... That slightly more techy place in Ravenloft. That went to.
0: Oh, they're not. They're, they're not, not there the... yet. Huh. Not quite. Still light passing through a thing to, uh... And then the fucking movie starts with sound. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. It's... It's new from the Bright Republic. Interesting. Mm-hmm. this is just the warm-up tape they put on what is it it's uh it's basically like just a, just a color test like it's a character in different colored robes walking through different parts of the screen on like a bunch of stairs and like different hues and stuff change and like the focus changes there's like little targets for like the guy to like adjust on i uh so what are we? He's kind of waving his hand in front of the, uh... <laughs> and there's something they do in the in the Republic. It's great. It's called Movie Night. I have three things lined up for you. We have The Revenge of the Dragon's Soul, starring uh, Kato Bloodlust. Uh, he's playing the revengencer. He's the character in the series. Uh, then we have The Woman on the Blue Moon, which is about a woman who is a wolf monster who fights Cato uh, Bloodbust, the person he's playing himself in this movie, on the movie. And then for the final one, uh, we have a classic one, um, Jane and Joe. It's one actor playing himself uh, and his twin sister, and it's a story about how uh, their lives are meaningless, but it's also a comedy. It's an existential dread movie. So it's like storytelling. Okay, okay.
2: Huh. Classical theater, but... Um... Interesting.
0: Seven and a half hours will pass. <laughs> these movies are, by our standards, atrocious, but in a Battlefield Earth kind of way. Grant thinks these are fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> every single one of them, even the Jack and Jill Adams sound the rip off, have martial arts fighting in them. Like, on top of a church tower, with raining with lightning in the background, and there were like, vampire bats in almost every single one of them being punched into gothic architecture and being crucified on, like, stakes and stuff.
4: Excellent.
0: Yeah, refreshments. There's, like, intermissions in between each one and you guys get back with refreshments, shoot the shit about the movie, and then... That's done. Oh, oh, man, that was a great ending. I haven't seen that one yet. That was amazing. Kato Bloodlust, man, he... Knocks it out of the park every time. He does all of his own stunts,
3: and it's it's a machine that tells stories. Like it just projects
0: stories onto the screen. Yeah, well, they they do it in real life, and then the machine copies it. They do it in
2: real life, but how could they do that? He died in the second movie.
0: Oh, uh, they 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 had like a they had like a stunt double to to die.
2: And they killed the stunt double. I think yeah. But he said he did his own stunts.
0: Well, he couldn't do the dying part. Of that course. is true. <laughs> The the cyberware he has in the third one, though, that's actually Bright Republic cyber uh, tech. Uh, Apparently, he was in the war uh, in between those two movies filming, and they had to replace a lot of his body with machinery.
1: (laughs)
2: Well, then. Yeah. Strange place.
1: Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. You don't see many of those around.
3: I've never seen anything like that, but I wanna see more. Mm-hmm. Every part of the
0: Bright Republic's like that. They just basically record everyday stuff happening in the city and turn it into like big stylized plays and teledramas.
2: Sounds like a dangerous life?
0: Hmm, yeah, it's great. But they have like proto divinities there and like weird things kinda of like you guys that like dress up in like masquerades and solve problems. Like vigilantes. Yeah. Like criminals. <laughs> the, the translation of the word doesn't come across quite right in Dolumbian. <laughs> it's so great. huh? I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for uh, Blue Moon to come out on what they call as a laser disc. I have a player for it, and apparently it's much higher quality, and they add in half an hour of extra scenes in between that got cut from the, the one that they showed in the theater. So they can pick and choose what they show. It's not just one. Yeah, it's like a book. Like they, You cut stuff from the book when you're publishing it that, you know, interrupts the flow. You know, to keep prices down on printing the books. Huh. It just kind of nods off and stares
3: off. It's like, wow. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Uh, anyway.
0: Uh, you're the well. gods that uh, the governor brought in to solve his problem with the altar. Yep. His problem? Yep. Yeah, it's his problem.
2: What do you mean by that?
0: Uh, because there's an easy solution that he won't take. Which is? Break the altar.
2: What keeps each child safe?
3: Fuck it. It's not worth it. You're right next to the border if
0: uh, those things pour over. It's not worth it. Explain. Alright, well one, we have thousands of soldiers here, and the governor is bleeding the people dry to get more money flowing into, the bo- flowing into the army and to garrison this place and to pay those Tobin archers. The Barbarian Horseback people I'm sure you've met. Which is taxing people dry. Okay, so Yichao is defended and it's a fortress city. Uh, Hell, the city itself hasn't been invaded in forever. It's the the borderlands that have problems. Which, I understand that, but the altar isn't worth the trouble keeping it around. Case one, the storms. Uh, Apparently there's a conspiracy of like a hundred people causing this problem and no one's caught it in a year. So how useful is that fucking altar? Not very right and two it turns people into upright which is horrifying i thought
2: it made them happy and like good citizens
0: you've been talking to beautiful sage Fay. yes yeah. yeah did she give you a thing yeah. yeah yeah she tried to sell that thing on that thing project to me Upright are horrible uh take a person and then uh take a screwdriver to their sprain until all that's left is a happy person that does whatever you tell them to do uh, that doesn't have any hobbies or personal wants or happiness that is outside of being a servant.
1: Cool, I can do that. <laughs> a lobotomy. I don't know that word.
3: It's uh, basically what you described. It's a, a medical
0: treatment. It's horrible. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> like exactly like that, if you know the term for it. That's what it does, and it does it to people who aren't uh, Delumbian. Like foreigners that come and live here, they'll just turn into an upright and look exactly like every other upright. Like what? That's...
2: It turns them into one of us.
0: Yeah. It fixes them. These altars were everywhere when the invasion originally happened under the True King, and that's how they mass-converted the Kamite Ideo tribes. They set up these altars and just flipped them over into good, loyal servants.
2: Wow. I mean, it's efficient.
0: It's very efficient. We're pretty lucky the altars isn't working very well. It's been storage too long. it would only affect the peasantry. Yeah, no one who's, you know... In power, benefiting but, from the corruption that you know sustains the people in power, but
2: you like governor born uh, Jin Zhao, so you would be converted.
0: The altar doesn't work like that. The altar converts people who don't know the pattern and are ignorant and are not fitting the role that the that the government has given them to live their entire lives. The more enlightened you are, the less chance the pattern can affect you. Like beautiful Sage Fey. She'll never be hit by it. She's way too enlightened about the pattern. She knows way too much. She's philosophical. Uh, me, I'm not part of the Shioran cast, and you are all magic.
2: Interesting.
3: They
0: of our followers in the
2: city.
0: Yes. Uh, they follow your own religion, I think, so they'd probably be fine. Ooh, True.
2: Hmm. But then how does it get um, foreigners? Because they also follow different religions.
0: They have to live here long enough. You mentioned they get rioty. Um, okay. Do you, have you people come from barbarian countries with laws. For your definition of barbarian, yeah. What would a citizen look like if they followed every single law to the letter, absolutely? And then it was only them that did that, and they were around people who didn't. Hail, gaunt, report anything you
3: see to the guards. Uh, oh. So.
0: Yeah. They get really mad when the law is broken and no one does anything about it. Really mad. Violent. Yeah, violent. They uh, Either either someone uh, buckles to their demands and you know punishes people and makes the law work as intended by the letter of the law. Or they try to murder the person who broke the law. In a large lynch mob,
2: <laughs> she said they didn't get lynchy. The Mulberry District wouldn't
3: be able to hold it if a bunch of if everyone who didn't precisely follow the pattern got turned.
0: We quarantine them in here because they like to, like to be around the altar. There's so many of them,
3: which means they would just be turning outside of here with other people who don't follow the pattern.
0: If you fix that altar, yeah. it would be a nightmare. Uh, it would be like a third of the city overnight flipped, and then. And and they would all know, they would all have their memories, and they would know about how corrupt most people are in their day-to-day lives, and it would be a bloodbath. They'd take it into their own hands. Mm-hmm. We would have to quarantine ourselves in the Mulberry district away from them. Alright, this is sounding. But good you know, you. the the regent would be super happy with how efficient the people would be. Can't gain can't gain say the true king. But
2: well, the regent,
0: well, what, sure. what would destroying it do to the Upright? Wouldn't make any more. Wouldn't make any more. would they it would harm still... them. Hmm? No, they just exist and be mad.
2: They would still be the, still be Upright, though. Yeah, uh, you can't
0: fix that now.
2: Hmm.
0: Now they've been turned into Shioren and Upright, you can't undo that. I mean, we could probably fix them. Uh, if you want to give it a try, sure. But it would stop the storms from ravaging chow um, and it would stop the shield right from being turned to top right.
3: I've got a decent garrison out west. If I could bring some of them here, I could help back, back the soldiers up, provided the uh, defenses are down.
2: The only issue is if we destroy it, um, I'm assuming the governor will lose his job at best head at worst.
3: And we lose the guarantee that we'll be legitimized as cults, which means war on us, which means I can't bring my men anywhere. I'd have to leave.
2: Precisely. I mean, what's so
3: great about living in Dolumbai? I like this place. They've taken me in. I want to protect them.
0: It's my homeland. I want to see it do better. I mean, that's great, but I...
3: (sighs) Don't you care about your country? You were born here. You're a prince. You're supposed to care about the...
0: I was born here, and I'm a prince, and I would really like to be somewhere else. It doesn't get better the higher up you go. There's, There's got to be another option we're not
3: thinking of. A way oof. to fix it, so that it's less... Find who's
0: doing the thing, and bring them to justice. But it's impossible for there to be a guy doing the thing. This is way too
3: widespread. Would you know anything about what could possibly cause it like this?
0: You say it's impossible, but like, I, I, I'm—I've been looking at the, the, the diagnostic logs that the altar puts out. It's 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 a piece of machinery, hmm. and it's saying that it has something to do with betrayal and brutal carnal lust. Hmm. But That's one a very
2: large scale.
0: Yeah, it would have to be because you know even his boat, his orgy boat that came in here, he's pointing to his azel okay. That's not triggering the altar.
2: We're not anyway, yeah.
3: So it's not like we're luring in married men and women to uh, give into carnal lust.
2: I mean, it didn't the whole family there. I
1: mean, we cooled.
0: Yeah, but at that point, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> look, you okay. Destroying the altar would obviously get the governor executed, and as much as he's a real pain in my ass, it would be wrong to have him killed over convenience. But if you could, I don't know, retire the altar ceremoniously and put in a replacement system of defense in
3: break it down for its parts? No,
0: just just we could just retire it and put it into storage and worship it as a shrine like we used to, hmm. not have to break an artifact of the true king, and in exchange, I don't know if you guys want to set up something here, your gods, right?
3: Yeah, of course, and we can set things up to protect this place.
0: Hmm. You just have to convince the governor, the sage... And that won't solve really any problem, because the censor's here, and he's looking for someone to blame. Someone has to be blamed for this.
3: You can find a decent scapegoat. Or an actual, uh, (laughs) An actual offender.
0: We still need to them out. The censor, the governor, and the sage need this to be resolved. Hmm. In a real way.
2: Yes, I wouldn't want to blame it on any kind of scapegoat anyway. I want to know what happened. This is a large scale. And it's not a mistake.
0: I checked. This is not it misinterpreting or 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 this is not it being mistaken about, you know, like cultural drift. Someone's doing something wrong. Someone's being a bad person. We Um, still have a few
3: leads as well.
0: Yeah, you you should take that document Sage gave you and throw it in the garbage.
2: It seems to have power of its own.
0: Well, don't let it anywhere near the altar.
3: It's a legitimate piece of... piece of something. Celestial.
0: It's an artifact of the True King. So, that's fine. Just don't let it anywhere near that altar. That'll be a nightmare. Like, the Upright have kids. The Uprights... We've had Upright for decades. They have kids. At a certain stage, we have to take the kids away from the parents because they get old enough to sin. And the, the parents get really mad about that. The kids aren't
3: born upright.
0: Well, you're not born Jinzai, you're not born out, upright either. Fair. It's not how it works. Because of course they'd kill their own children
2: if they... Well, they would want them to be brought to justice.
1: I mean, should sure they be perfect parents?
2: They would be, but children are children. They're illogical and faulty. Um, the Can proper you... justice for a child, though, is their parents' hands, so...
3: Changing the t- changing this artifact so that more people became upright, that wouldn't change the children still. So exactly. they would still be having more kids
1: and
2: hmm. that's also something I had to consider. But you've heard
1: the rate would still be going. It would be a pr- it would be a better rate. Yeah. I mean if you had whole districts of them, it'll be easier to raise proper children. Are you missing the part where they'll riot and lock people in?
0: Uh, also children just at a certain age are culpable for their mistakes, and it doesn't matter how well you raise someone, people make mistakes. Well, did Sage Faye give you a breakdown of Lee? Like of the pattern? Yes. She did. Yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds of manuscripts detailing each individual line of the True King's pattern and interpretations on how to use them for every situation. It's literally impossible to live your life like Sage Faye does without breaking at least one part of the pattern in your life. She is an outlier.
2: She also I mean she does break parts.
0: She, she really doesn't. She's pretty good at it. She's an outlier, though. Supernaturally so at this point. She's so enlightened by the pattern that she has taken on a supernatural quality. did
3: notice something weird about her.
2: Something mystical, for sure.
0: I mean, that just comes from enlightenment. That's the definition of enlightenment to go beyond the natural. Sageface plan is a nightmare. And the altar's a nightmare. Perhaps we can look into a new way to, f-
3: to defend the city. And if we come up with something legitimate, we can just present it to the governor.
0: Which, hey, that would satisfy me and the governor, but the censor needs someone to blame. We can deal with him. Again, if, if we, we oust- if
2: Yeah, if we can't find the problem, we're going to need to find a way to resolve this without finding it, but- definitely to try to find what the actual problem is hmm. but um i don't see how we can convince the uh governor that it would be a good idea to shut down the altar especially because he is all about taxing everyone and being really productive for the war and the upright are like way more productive than regular people
0: yeah but they can't work the mines or the production lines they have to be isolated from other citizens
2: mm.
0: i mean we, them have, we have little projects set up for them to do in the mulberry district and they do great work and they're they're good people they really are but we can't let them mingle with normal people
1: they get whippy i mean if we lock them down in the mines they'll be happy no
3: no i can't imagine also, that's that's just slavery. That is literally just slavery.
0: I mean we have slavery.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Additionally that also means that no traitors can come into the city. You'd all be quarantined. They'd run the city. And anyone who came in who didn't obey the pattern or looked
0: different would be uh Yeah. Yeah, that's not a solution. Like the altar still makes up rights now. It just it's a very Gradual change, season to season. Every uh, people will shift over.
2: We definitely need to stop that.
0: Yeah, it's horrible. Most de- it's one of the reasons every other city took them down. Each out just needs it because of the border.
2: <laughs> Proper defenses is definitely something we should look into.
0: You know who's good at border defense? The Bright Republic. They have old world technology and and strategy and implementations that keep their order is safe.
2: Would the governor and the regent be happy with sacrificing an artifact of the true king uh, and and instead implementing a foreign thing to protect the city, though? The
0: governor's the type of man that wants the military to succeed in the war. The endless war with Patria. He's a die-hard military idealist. So it doesn't really matter if they're using swords or rifles, if you can provide them with it. Plus, we wouldn't sacrifice the altar. We would just, we just shut it down. We just shut it off. We just put it in a shrine, in the shrine district, and people can worship it as an altar of the true king. Like every other city. Yeah, no real need to destroy it. Well, you know, that then people are going to be executed. Not me.
2: Why was the governor stationed here instead of closer to the Patreon front line?
0: He made some mistakes in the war, and he had enough pull to be here instead of a wicker basket. Hmm. This place is a punishment.
2: It truly is, especially for someone who cares so much about the war to be so far from it.
1: I mean... He's got the other border to defend.
0: No, really? he, he taxes people to protect this border and to protect the Patriot in front. each Chao sends extra to that city, or to the to the to the south. We can find a way to repair that as well. Some
3: way to uh, ease the burden on these citizens. Well, you're gods, right? Yeah. It's another thing. If we uh, we can't solve this, we don't get immunity to the. The wards. That
0: well, the wards city. are part of the altar. Yeah. Oh. We retire the wards. You'll have. You'll be able to influence this place all you want. Especially if you have it in with the governor. Don't tell him you're my friend, though. He would be less likely to help you if he knew that you liked me. Figured as much.
2: I did get that distinct impression.
0: Oh, was it subtle? <laughs> he says a little ragged. Ling is all about subtlety. One time, he was drinking around a conference table and told everyone there that it was a shame the regent didn't see fit to send a cheaper, more manageable prince. I was right beside him at the table.
2: It doesn't seem like the kind of thing that is allowed to be said about the regent's family.
0: He just... <laughs> last year my brother sent me a he by his brother he says with a capital B as in the regent of all of Dubai, sent me a letter encouraging me to do better at my work and to to live a virtuous life and he misspelled my name
1: <laughs> uh, siblings yeah, that's they're the best of his top stories
0: so yeah you probably don't want to approach this as my idea today. Yeah. The governor um, has opinions about things it's a city of very opinionated people
2: so it sounds like the plan is to find out what happened hmm. if we can't we'll go from there the plan is to find out what happens happened shut down the altar figure out wait well figure out a way to defend the city then shut down the altar
3: let's say taking care of those threats around the city uh, Horse Lord's mentioned. You oh. Check that
0: out. Yes. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Tobin. Yes. Tobin. No. That's yes. the name of his people. Oh. Oh, was it? Tomor. Tomor. <laughs> I
2: was like, what? yes, that's his name. Then I was like, oh.
0: Good old. See, see Tomor, he, he reached out to you, right? Yes. Yeah. Doing stuff for him might not be the worst idea in the world. Him and the governor are really close. So if you approach it from, from Tomor, like... Like, I don't know, if you try to put forward that you have more of Tumor's people live here on payroll, you know, that might make up for some of the, the, the border protection. Except for the supernatural in, parts.
2: The issue in that case is, um, is money. Because that's going to cause more taxation, and the people can't afford it.
0: I just, you know, you have skill sets, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. He yeah. looks pointedly at Zazel from the Thousand Gods, who has is, who is like a legacy built around being like a craft god.
1: Yeah.
2: I was looking at Brent because he's very martial. <laughs>
0: he's a very murdery person. It's I murder people for money.
3: I could just go to the Blessed god. Don't,
0: don't you have transmutation? No, I didn't think that one. Could you miracle it and turn rocks into gold? Could. Bars of silver, you piece of shit.
3: <laughs> I could just go to the private public, go to a gun store, and touch every weapon in there, and be like, yeah, uh, thanks, I was just browsing. Go
0: back here, and just start pulling the ball on <laughs> You're one. stealing! <laughs> You're stealing! They're like, they're like- Stop right there, criminal scum.
2: That'd be amazing for the fucking shop. They're like, wait, wasn't there a gun? Wait, where's the- where- where are they going? Where are they going? Oh, they're the gun
0: they into the warehouse. Like, wait. No. <laughs> wait, I know you. You've committed crimes against Skyrim and our people. <laughs> Stop, vile scum. Uh, so yeah, we have options. Yeah, I, I have a way to get rid of the altar if worst comes to worst. But I I don't have a way to implement it. Oh, go on. What do you have? No, I, I just have a way to destroy the altar. It just requires, like people who could sneak in to sneak in and do it.
2: Oh, I'd rather not destroy it.
0: Yeah, that that would be the worst case scenario. How do we shut it down? I can shut it down. If you get the governor to approve of it, I can just go in and shut it down with rituals. Ah, okay. I have regent blood. Let's avoid getting anyone
3: in shit if we don't have to.
2: Yes. Um, Well, I wouldn't mind if the censor got a little bit of what was coming to him.
3: He's just trying to solve this. I'm not gonna hold that against him too much.
0: Yeah, he he talked to me about it. I gave him as much information as I could. He seemed (laughs) competent. That's what people have been saying. So he's on the right track, I think. He just has his own agenda. I mean, everyone has their own agenda. Even you. Yeah. What do you want? I want to leave. I want to go to the Bright Republic. I want to be able to wear pants and talk to women who are allowed to wear pants (laughs) and own their own business. I want to be a movie star. (laughs) Holy cow! I want to wear pants
2: and talk to women that are allowed to wear pants. Oh my god!
0: The only person in this city who's even close to as independent as I'd like is Fuhan.
2: Uh, No. We've got to to I'm assuming you've met her husband.
0: Yeah, but she's a woman who started her own business, who clawed her way through this city to be in charge of like the criminal aspect of it. She's the only person in the city who actually tries to live outside her means in a way that's, you know, aggressive.
3: Yeah, I guess that's admirable. Admirable in a way. Yeah.
0: She doesn't, just, she doesn't just maintain what's been given to her.
2: Fair enough.
0: I don't mean, like, you know, hang out with her, like, you know, in a romantic way. I just mean she's someone you could kind of look up to. Especially because she's a woman who, you know, did the thing.
3: She sure did the thing.
0: <laughs> I have to get permission from the governor to change my dinner menu.
3: Wait, really? Yes. All oh, right. You all have those weird dietary. What? No grains. No, it just
0: it goes through him. Huh. That seems really spiteful. This is my life. Well...
2: I wanted to take him with me, and I was going to offer, but then I was like, his brother would probably...
1: Not be pleased. Yes. Oh, no. We... <clears throat> you think his brother would know this? Oh wait, that's actually a
2: pretty fair
3: fate. Doppelgangers aren't undead.
1: So. I mean, does anyone have fertility? I. Right. She got deception. Oh, deception! You carve up some homeless guy to look like the prince, and he lives a life of luxury. I mean, I could just like take the wall, plop it some new automaton out of it.
2: No, it needs blood.
1: Put some blood in the fertility. Fertility, you, you can actually you, change his blood. You put some deception on it so it looks like a prince. Deception, fertility, and <laughs>
0: artifice, you can make a doppel princer. <coughs> a dino ganger.
2: <laughs> like, even though it's not an animate object, you can make it have blood.
0: Fertility. You guys yeah, have fertility. enough words together to make it happen. You can take a clay
3: person and make them into a human. Basically. It's... And it would
0: count as having regent blood for the altar. Yeah. You use your mind powers to give it all of his memories. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, because then it's just another him that's sad about being here. No, just
0: program it to be happy.
1: They're <laughs> no, both of <are> mice. <laughs> his, his, brother's, like the his brother's
2: all like, you really turned yourself around. I'm proud of you. Good loving you. You have to make sure it can have kids and stuff too then. For killing. I'm going to say, you, you have to make sure it can do that because he's going to need to get married eventually. Continue the line and stuff. Eh. No?
0: It's like the seventeenth in line. Of the oh, record.
2: fucking never mind that. He's fine. Either either either. Just be a happy little guy. They're
0: only sent to these places to be so they don't get, ever gain power or are important.
2: That's actually fair.
0: So making a fetch is something on the agenda. Yeah, you can make a fetch and replace Prince uh, the Prince here.
2: I think I'm thinking about that in character. I'm going to. Uh,
3: yeah. We do it right now. Just a quick miracle. Meanwhile, Grant <laughs> is like death is the only
0: release. <laughs> Surrender to the void. <laughs> you mm,
1: have...
2: You? the ability to create... fake people?
1: I guess.
0: You need a soul, though, so you have to grab someone. You
2: need a soul? Yeah,
0: to make it as convincing as possible, you probably want to give them a soul.
2: Mm, we probably just want to take a person, then. Yeah, a ghost. A ghost? ghost?
0: That's still a person.
2: No, we just, if we just take a person and make them look like him, and give them his blood, then they can live here and be happy, because this is a very lavish life for the people that are dying in the streets.
3: Can I just take the spirit of an upright, and make that into a soul? Yeah. Well, just take an upright. Yeah, I'll just tear the soul out of an upright.
2: But that's a person.
3: Yeah, sort that's of. the point. Not really, look at them. <laughs>
2: Well, they are. They're, they're just victims of what happened here.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it's release... a upright... Well,
2: I'm just saying, why don't you just take a homeless person who's sad about being homeless and give them a Are this homeless nice house?
3: less people less of people than uh upright?
2: <laughs> no, but they don't the upright are happy in the lives they have. Well, the see, homeless man is sad, so you can improve his life by giving him this opportunity.
1: See, you take an upright, you make them believe they're the prince, and they'll be the best prince around. <laughs> or
3: you can just use your own gifts to uh transplant that all oh, that knowledge into their head.
2: I also don't want them to, um... Yes, we, we would need to change us. They'd be happy being here, though.
3: Well, let's keep an eye out for an absolutely miserable person and make their life much better.
2: Yes, I've seen hundreds on the way here. We have to
3: find the most miserable, though.
2: Um, I think or I doesn't saw... Count. I think I did see someone in the, in the streets that had both legs that were crippled.
3: Yeah, something like that.
2: How, how's the prince reacting to this entire conversation? Oh, he's good. He's in there like, I'm just happy to be here.
3: This is good. We're discussing God things.
2: We're discussing replacing him with a fucking fake. (laughs) To free him from his misery. Either way, just
3: in case this messes up, maybe we should continue our investigation first and then sneak him out.
2: Oh yes, definitely. Definitely. We might need to speak to him again.
0: Exactly. Okay.
2: But we have a plan so far. Um, Many plans.
3: I'm going to take some of these... Uh. Toblerones. They're really good. Yeah. Yes, they are. I'm gonna take this big one.
0: Now we're back. So, you guys are gonna go do the, uh, the raid that Tobin asked you to do? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, yep. Toma- Toma? Noia? Tobus. To- Tobin.
2: It starts with an- Toma. Tomor. 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 Ah. He's a Tobin person.
0: Toblerone. Look, you can't just have T.O. and T.O. match up. Like, anyway. So, what is the plan for that? Are you gonna go talk to more again or Tomor again and get the uh, deeds from him.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I think he wanted us to go out, beat some monsters up, beat some people up, but not kill them, and see what's going on in the forest or somewhere.
3: Well, he can give us a refresher when we talk yeah.
0: to him. Yeah. So. You meet with Nomor and Tomor. And yeah, he'll meet you at that same cottage, and as you'll, little, little, like, hang out your. And then we can drink the curly alcohol. Yeah, you want you want some uh, mare's milk? Sure. It's awful,
3: just like mother used to make. Oh
1: god, <laughs> horrible goat person. See, the worst part was like. Is Isidro probably get more drunk on this than on his regular stuff? Because he's immune to all plant-based uh, you know, poisons, but that's, you know, animal-based. <laughs> you that's
2: go. actually a good point. It's the only kind of cool you can really get drunk on.
1: Yeah.
2: Or blood wine, I guess.
0: All that's right. So I will show you what I need done. He that like, gets out, like, the basic maps, so, like you need to scout here into the borderland, cross the border into the plains, and just give us a breakdown of what everything looks like. So, cannot make this clearer. Leave things for us to kill. You know, people, bandits, Rak'tians. We need stuff to raid and pillage.
3: Take out the bigger threats.
0: Yeah, something big and, and awful, or some sort of Rak'tian uh, hell beast. Sure, kill that, but. My people would really like to go on in and raid a bunch of Rafty villagers and bandits. Sure. Fair. Okay. And yeah, he will provide you with horses and it'll take you three days to do the whole scouting. You're going to leave Yizhou? Yep. Yes. Right. yes. So, uh, yeah. The low plains uh, away from Yizao and the, the Dolumbian area gives way to, like, rivers and, like, fjords and, like, large farmland that's, like, rice fields and whatnot. It's very muggy and wet and, like, saturated in plants. Uh, signs of settlements that have been raided on either side, like burnt out little farmsteads and villages are dot the border. Um, You know, signs of battle, you know, like old dead horse uh, carcasses and like, you know, remains of people have been left around, campfire pits that have burned out from being left unattended.
3: Any of them recent?
0: Um, recent within like the last month. Hmm.
1: So I guess you'll resurrect them. Something? The campfires I was talking about, not oh. oh, the, uh... <laughs> the corpses.
0: <laughs> you eventually do find um, evidence of people nearby, like just the, the detritus and like the kind of leavings that people leave that signify that they've camped out, and like you can see like smoke in the distance through like a forest on the horizon.
3: Okay, judging from the uh, prints in the ground, does it seem like you know a military encampment or just people?
0: Oh. Uh... For about three dozen people. Okay, horses? Yeah, horses and like some, you know, uh, like sturdy ponies and stuff. Hmm.
2: Is this around where we know Runaway Bride City is?
0: No, that'd be further-ish.
3: <sighs> I'd say we should s- scout this out and uh, take note if it's just a encampment to raiders.
2: Definitely. Um, are we wanting to just go in, or shall I scout in a way that they can't see?
3: Best if you scout. If we run into them, we're probably going to murder them, so...
2: That wouldn't leave any fun for toman.
1: Exactly. Kind of the opposite we're supposed to do. You just beat them off the blunt end. That would rile them up. They'd move on. Not if we break their necks. That's not going to be sporting for them. <laughs>
0: Ow. Man, you just can't get this right.
2: How fast do you gain that effort again?
0: A day. Okay, so I'm assuming I'm full then. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'm going to uh, turn on the Walking Ghost.
0: Was that, that allowed to was- do for reference? Hmm? Was that allowed to do for reference?
2: uh let you uh you cannot be detected by lesser foes unless you attack them or otherwise draw blatant attention even if you are standing right in front of an npc uh worthy foes do get a chance to notice you with a spirit save uh, if you go into their presence okay uh, or if you uh, or if they're actively already looking for hidden folks uh attacks and loud actions of course always draw attention
0: so yeah all right you're just gonna walk on in Yep. it's a bandit camp it's like a salvaged, um, Dolumbian and Raktian kind of mixed camp of raiders. They all have, like, ragged armor and gear they've stolen from dead people. Um, they've, like, set up, like, tents and cottages. Like, tents and, like, little, like, lean-tos and shit to, like, sleep out in. Uh, they're tending to the animals. They're going through, like, dead people's, like, possessions and stuff and sorting it out f- as shares. Um, yeah, they're they're raiders. It looks like a few of them are planning out a raid on a nearby village in the next, like, you know, couple of days.
2: Do we know what, can I t- see what village that is? A village.
1: Okay. Mark it on the map.
2: Yeah, that's
0: what I mean. Yeah. Alright, um. Any monsters around?
2: Nothing of In
0: this village where they're all calmly hanging out? No, Peter, no monsters in the village that they're calmly hanging around in. They are calmly hanging out and not being assaulted by monsters in the middle of a pitched battle with screaming and bloodshed. I mean, they're gonna be pet monsters. Uh, That's exactly what they have. (laughs) They have fucking umber hulks. Um, There's a mind flare over there with a bunch of uh, elithid mind slaves hanging out. Perfect. Orcus sits on his throne nearby with his fucking ruby rod.
2: (laughs) This is not a character.
0: Okay, Orcus is a character from D&D, and Ruby Rod is indeed the character from The Fifth Element. So yes, he's holding Chris Tucker. <laughs> you fucking cracked the code, Peter. I was trying to trick Nicole by not telling her about the obvious monsters, but you did it. I was wondering what that screeching sound was. <laughs> so, are there any
2: prisoners, or is it just the, pe- the raiders?
0: Oh yeah, there's uh, people there keeping prisoner for raider reasons. Mad Max Fallout style.
2: Okay. How many prisoners? Eight. Are they in, like, a pen? Yeah. A cage or, like, a pen?
0: Like a pen for people, and they have, like, chains on them and stuff. Well, enough, a lot of these raider guys have, like, tattoos and scarification and, like, paintings on their armor that shows, like, chains with shackles on them that have all been, like, shattered open. Create to me, that means they're love. freed
2: slaves. Or runaway slaves is what that sounds like, but... And they're
0: having a- Yeah, they're brigands. Okay. It's like that fucking Nickelodeon show that about kid pirates, and like one of the lessons is a pirate never takes what doesn't belong to him. <laughs> what? I know, right? Um, okay. Um, I'm assuming they're being watched. Yeah. All right. I
2: want to rescue them though.
3: But you don't think the horse lords who come through will gently rescue them in their attempts to burn down the,
1: the camp? I'm
2: gonna rescue them.
1: Uh. Mm. <laughs> oh. Whisk them away.
2: Hmm, what can I do?
1: What do you yeah. have?
2: I have a lot of things. That's Deception,
1: uh, actually... music, and...
2: I have knowledge. Uh, knowledge, deception, music. I also have uh, the Academy of Thought. And I also have an um, instrument that has Shout Down the Sky, which is a smite. That only destroys.
1: So they play Mad Rift, bro, and kill them all.
2: All stone, glass, wooden, or metal constructions larger than the suit of armor are blown apart, so they're, I guess their camp would fall down. Um, enemies within the zone Page. suffer one point of damage per character level. Uh, or 1d6 plus two straight for mobs. I obviously want to kill them all though because that was what Tobin wanted to do.
0: Oh, you'll really get them mad. You'll c- fail the quest.
2: Yeah. But I do want to rescue these people.
0: You sure the the horse guys won't just rescue them.
2: They probably won't rescue them. No. I saw what happened. Devin. that's what got the fucking uh, that's what fucking gotten the stallion that mount this was going to mount the world fucking killed.
0: What? Game of Thrones dog. Uh. Uh-huh.
2: plus for as you just need to look through all my shit yeah
0: i can do that and we're back so what gift were you activating
2: i'm going to activate my music gift C- passionate crescendo um which is going to infuse the bandits with um kind of cowed fear as i walk into camp playing my musical instrument
0: okay everyone cows in fear of you as you're playing a spooky dirge mm-hmm.
2: as i'm like walking past them Um, I'm just going to look... Does anyone look like they're, like, in charge-ish?
0: Yeah, one guy looks like he's a bandit king.
2: I'm taking your prisoners. Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna walk up and do it. Chained Lord, save us.
1: I'm I'm just gonna ignore that.
0: Breaker of chains, they say.
1: I got it wrong. (laughs) Breaker of chains.
2: It's funny, because it's actually one of Daenerys' titles. Ugh.
0: <laughs> Kevin Crawford, why?
2: <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to walk up to the pen that the prisoners are in. I'm going to open it.
0: They're all afraid.
2: Come with me. They come with you. So I'm going to come back like fall, like with like a trail of eight people? <laughs>
3: oh, where are we at? Huh.
2: They had prisoners. I see. I didn't kill them.
3: But you have prisoners. So are they gonna come after us?
2: No. I'm assuming not.
3: Okay. Uh I guess they can come with us.
0: Closer to to each other? Pretty fucking far. Like a day and a half on good horses. Like a
2: day and a half. Alright.
0: Yeah, we don't have any horses with us for them to ride. No, it is considerably longer for these people. Yeah.
2: I didn't really think it through, but I wasn't gonna leave them there to be like you
0: know. You could have picked them up on the way back.
2: No, then I would have had to leave them there for longer.
0: Oh no, that's horrible. Oh no, they'd be safe and have something to eat. One of the spirits in the book. Yes, safe. They'd be safe and have something to eat. Yes, more
3: rape. Very good. (laughs) One of the things in the book, or Mm -hmm. the links I sent you, was
0: a guardian ghost actually that protects people. I mean, yeah, you can just summon up a monster to protect them. Yeah, yeah. So, if a god. You can just be like, monster.
3: <laughs> yeah, he just points at a nearby corpse and is like, up. Ah. And. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, guide these people back to Yi Chao. Is this like an intelligent undead? Yeah. What, what is it? Is it a specter or like is it a corporeal undead? It's a like... corporeal. Just like a person. It's like
0: a wraith. I'm gonna have to. Alright, so mummy, right? Yeah. Desiccated corpse priest man rises up. Guide these
3: people back to Yizow. Yes, half man. Protect them with your life, your unlife.
0: I will butcher the world in service of you.
2: (laughs) So, yeah, I'll.
0: It, uh, fiddles through some of the bodies it's been around and yanks up some jewelry that you didn't see that was hidden on them and puts it on itself. And it all has your iconography on it and starts guiding the people to the Promised Land, a land rife with milk and honey.
2: <laughs> Alright, well...
1: I guess I'm going to miracle up some fruit for them to eat or whatever, like, here, have some food.
0: He was already, uh, doing a sermon in the name of the Half-Man God to create a, like, a priest feast. Okay, mm. like you could add too if you want. If you want to step on his toes, it's all good. Uh, See, within your right,
3: um, I don't know where that half man iconography came from, but it's just—it's just in every single
0: thing, every single thing. You're a half man. You're a half man, half god. Fair. You're like—you're like the Necromonger King from Chronicles of Riddick. You went to the—you un- went to Underworld, to the Under Kingdom, and came back half man, half something else. Hmm. Give
1: Underverse A large trench coat and some extensions What? Give me a large trench coat and an extensions So he'll be a full man
0: No, They don't mean that he's a dwarf They mean he's like a half man
1: I mean some people don't mean that he's a half
0: man. Yeah if they're assholes Who die Not a lot of the people who, you know, It's most of the people who know he's a god hmm. That's where the monikers come from this isn't a Game of Thrones thing where they're talking about Tyrion. Mm. But yeah. Okay, yeah, he'll lead those people to a safe place. Perfect. He has priest spells, like an AD&D character. Continual light.
3: <laughs> also, mummy rot. Yeah. Oh yeah, he'll fuck up anyone who... uh He's probably well within his rights to just convert other people into mummies to protect these people. I'm within so. my
1: rights. <laughs> <laughs> Lemon grab style. Hey, tell we sorry, you know, the mummies aren't there anymore, but you have an army of mummies. I can't fight these.
3: Yeah, I don't think they're going to care if, like, uh, we kill patrols that we come across. It's like, self-defense, what are you going to do? He
0: will care. He's super yep. pissed about it. All right, so you guys continue on past the bandit camp. Cool. Alright. Uh, yeah, going through the forest, because it's, like, forested and, like, uh, deciduous, coniferous, piney area. You, uh... Alright. You guys are going through the forest, and you start hearing whispering all around you. Like, voices chanting, being all like that.
3: I can sense I'm dead. Is, are there spirits trying to fuck with me? No. I will fuck with them.
0: You're like clicking, like uh, like bones rattling together, though. Grant just wordlessly ducks off. You all hear it. You yeah. all can hear this. Oh. It's coming from the entire forest. Yeah. He takes the bait.
2: You should not be going into there alone.
3: Yeah, well, whoever's doing this, they're,
0: they're going to regret it.
2: It may be targeting you because yeah. they think you're an easier target.
0: Oh. Well, that's their mistake. Exactly. <laughs> you keep running. You keep hearing whispers getting louder and louder, and that clicking, that clattering. Clickety-clackety. Get in the sack. <laughs> and then on a hill, like on a small, like, hill mound, there it is. Pale white, an albino moose. It has large palmate horns that are, like, in the breeze, clicking together, the way antlers click together, like when two bulls fight. And it's, it's like you hear whispering coming from its body. And it's like at yeah, you with milky white eyes.
3: Huh. I'll wait for these two to catch up since one of them has knowledge.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna be like...
0: Oh, you get a look at this? Yeah. It's a Raktai mutant. It's luring you in with its pleasant sound so it can murder you. It's doing a good job. It's attacking! <laughs> good on him. Its it. antlers explode into finger like spikes and throw themselves at you, like growing like vines from its head, uh, like knife fingers 30 feet away from it. Uh-huh. It's coming in for the kill! You're fighting a whispering moose, eh? No! <laughs> no way. Uh so it's probably not surprising to you see as you were there talking about it. Mm-hmm. So you guys get to probably go first.
1: Okay. What's well, its AC?
0: The whispering moose, which is blood mad and cannot be reasoned with, uh, right. has an AC of seven. I have a question. Uh, um is it how the entire system works?
2: Does it have a mind?
0: Uh nope, it's insane. As is the way of things. It's
2: insane, but can my psychic powers work on it? Yeah. Okay, because totally. that's, that's really what I was asking. That, you should have just asked yeah. that. Then. <laughs>
0: okay. I want to hurt it with my psychic powers. Does it apply?
2: Yes. yes because uh, I can do 2 6 damage with that, which is the most damage I have.
1: 2d8. The, the, the Someone go and do stuff. Okay.
3: I'm committing effort to the Inexorable Shaft and Fear No Steel, so I take one less damage from all harm, and I hit for max damage whenever I hit. Cool. AC7. Nice. Hits. For four damage. Is this a worthy foe?
0: Yes! Super worthy.
3: Okay, so I just shoot it with my crossbow.
4: Alright.
0: Bing! Uh, Four damage. Yep, that's a lot of damage. Max damage. Alright, you pepper its fucking hide with shafts. Yeah. He
1: has a slingshot on it. A slingshot
2: on you Use your wrist rocket?
1: No, I think he has a sling, David and Goliath style. Yeah. Because it was hammer hands, so whatever I use those d 1d10. That's, that's nine shots. that's two, is it? I don't know, is it? And d- do you d- add it? your decks? God damn it, oh, forgot plus about the dex. chart. Ah,
0: so that's four damage. Holy fucking Christ. Alright, and
2: Nicole. I'm going to use my Archmage level of Academy of Thought to do 2d6 damage if I hit.
0: Roll. Nope. You got 10. What do you get with your base attack bonus? 3. What do you mean I got 10? 3 plus 7 is 10. For
1: its armor class. Of 7. Basically I attack bonus like 3. Okay,
2: my attack is plus
0: 5.
1: So 15, so you miss. Yeah. Whispering
0: Moose's turn. Yes. It has Oh my god, four attacks. <laughs> okay, uh it's going for the half man. Uh Oh right. Oh it does straight damage. It's <laughs> Oh man so fucked. you're so fucked. Huh. You should have dropped it in one turn. You almost did.
2: Oh sorry. Um... Oh what? Uh, it says, or foes get no saving throw against their spells, but where, Not the foes, foe. uh, where the enemies can make a spirit save to resist them, so I don't think I was supposed to roll. I think it was supposed to roll to resist.
0: Hmm, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's probably what should have happened.
2: Yeah, just for future reference. Uh,
0: okay, so it saves on an 8. 8! Plus. Eight
2: plus. Fuck, it rolled a 20! On your die! Fuck.
0: <laughs> uh. Traitor. What's your AC? Holy shit, it rolled a 20. It hit you. <laughs> my AC's one, so... Uh, so it got a 31 and a, and a 23. Damage? No, no! To hit! Oh my god! Yeah, so it hit both times.
2: Yes! Jesus. I was like, how?
0: Fucking lord! More You're dead, it's...
2: Grant! <laughs> we shouldn't have come here! Okay, so
0: zero damage because of your AC reducer. Mm-hmm. And then five. Okay. That was its first action. Uh, second action, it's going after Goatman McGrath. <laughs> no. Uh, what's your AC? Uh, one. Okay, 21. And roll again. And 22. I aim. All right, do you have any uh, damage reductors? Nope. Oh, good, get fucked. Six damage from its 2d6 straight. Okay. That's its turn. It just screams and throws its tendril antlers at you, stabbing.
3: I shoot it in the face with the crossbow, and I hit for four damage.
0: Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, it's down to three hit points.
1: Do you want something to call? Do you want to smite it? I
2: think I'm going to let you do it.
1: See, for me, just... Okay. Come on, Goliath. Four. No. No, Goliath. This thing's
0: far weaker than you. (laughs) Miss. Miss. Oh my god, remember misses? Yeah. (laughs) Alright, Nicole, it's all you. Do you want to use magic again?
2: I don't have anything else to do, so I guess.
0: Alright. You smile. 8 plus. Another 20. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Alright! <laughs> Guess
3: that's its turn now.
0: Guess it's its turn. Love well, the jungle. No sounds. Okay, it's going after the half-man again. At
2: least my academy of thought stuff is subtle so it doesn't even know I've done anything to it.
0: It doesn't even recognize that you're there. Uh, 20 and 22. Yep. Okay. 1d6. 3 damage. Okay. Five damage. Okay. What's your HP? Seven now. It's not awesome. Nope. Well, and two more for the goat. No. Uh, oh, holy shit, it rolled really low. Um huh. it rolled a three, so I got thirteen. What's your AC? One. Fourteen misses. Yep. And there we go. Twenty eight. Okay, damage time.
1: Six. Okay. That's it. I'm with eight. I guess gonna use second spring. It has three hit points left. Kill it, Grant.
0: Do it, Grant.
3: Yeah, Grant. Grant puts his crossbow on his back. Uh, holds out his claw, and just a stream of pure mist energy, spectral energy, pours forth.
0: Seven. Hit. Four damage. Yep. Four Dead. Damage. I'm interested. And in that all you have to do is get a hit, and automatically you win. Mm. <laughs> Alright, uh, yeah, spectral energy goes into its face skull, and uh, it ceases to be alive in the lifeosphere And then it kind of just starts sliding down the mound, tumbling over itself, and it's clattering t- uh, antlers.
2: Well.
1: Well. Uh second spring, Six of nine damage heals for both of us. Oh, nice. Thanks. Appreciate it.
3: Grant slides down the hill, uh, takes hold of both his antlers, puts his foot on the thing's face, or uh, head, and just tears those off. Clickety-clack!
0: You can make an awesome <laughs> snowman with them. <laughs> These are mine.
2: Helped me a very, uh... It's make albino it, white. It would make a very beautiful coat.
1: Oh, that is true. Well. <laughs> I say the goes, flips it off and skins it with a quick flick of the wrist.
0: Do you grab it, like, did you grab it, like, by a leg and, like, flip it like a towel and now it's been skinned? All the sure. gore <laughs> splatters across. <laughs> <laughs> and pelted. Well, All the damage fixed.
3: <laughs> Crap. It was terribly full of holes. <laughs>
0: really fucked up his men. Yeah. Probably for the best we took care of that.
2: Yes actually. Yeah,
0: he would have been he, he was super help thankful that you did that. When you tell him about it, you'd be like he Look at these be.
2: antlers on this coat. That's gonna like that's a big coat. Like that's too big for Ooh. you. That's a giant coat.
1: You'll never finish it take some legs, make stilts out of it, and then you can wear it with the antlers on and come to the city. I'm going to make
3: one of those Wengo <laughs> things where they have, like, the horse face and just mount I'll that top. Alternatively,
0: off. turn the antlers into a crown. It's really big. Like, oh, well, too. Too. yeah, but you turn the antlers into a crown with, like, the antler tips on them, and you can make multiple ones for all of your different, like, chosen servants.
4: Hmm.
0: With the weird fingers. yeah. If you don't have, if you don't have enough antler from an, from Abominations from the Rakti Confederacy, Storebot will do just fine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sounds like we'll go We could make more.
3: So now it is significantly lighter. It can just be laid over the back of the horse. There you go.
0: Uh perfect. So you continue on onto your third day of scouting. Um it's more flatlandy here, more rolling hills in the distance. And on a hill nearby, do you guys rest for the day? Yes. yes. Yeah. God yes. Good Christ almighty.
3: I, mean, I actually don't spend I mean, anything or receive anything. I
0: damage, spend effort. <laughs> well, it's going to take three days, so obviously we're taking yeah. breaks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lonely hill uh, out in the middle of the plains land with a crucifix nailed into it, and there's a dude on the crucifix. Can we see if he's
2: what?
0: No,
1: he's super dead. Okay. Oh, cross from what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> cross from what?
1: I mean, Grant could probably talk with it. Yeah, sure, I'll, even I'll talk. even gives you uh, things if you
3: try to talk with him. Oh, yeah, Outside. yeah. I have death, so I will definitely talk to it.
1: All right, it is
0: a dude, and he is on a crucifix, and he's been nailed to it, and there's a little platform for his feet, so it's probably just going to slide off uh, fast. Uh, on birch bark, someone's painted in blood the word whore of the nobles and nailed it to his
1: dick. <laughs> How
0: nice of What him? the shit? Oh, yeah, it's awful.
2: What? this poor man what happened even
1: you to talk to him yeah tell us your sob story <laughs> shut <laughs> up goat
0: <laughs> half man
3: yeah yeah that's me you're uh
0: explain the breaker of chains uh, ordered me to be murdered breaker of chains uh, he was my god
3: and he ordered this for you yep
0: yeah. Why? Uh, for sympathizing with uh, the, the Raktians. How so? We're going to go and kill them all, and I said they should have gotten Unitary Church burial, so they won't go to hell. It's fair.
3: Can you lead us to this Breaker of Chains? He points. Like a mile that way. Do you wish to return to life? Yes. <laughs> pledge your soul to me And I will make it so I pledge my soul
0: to the half man
3: Grant takes his claw Shoves it into this man's chest As mist starts to form And he just
0: pulls out another version of this guy From the
3: mists Oh!
0: The yeah. uh, the body turns to black sooty ash Like the type you see in uh, Necropolis uh, In uh, Darkon And just falls apart on the crucifix yep. <laughs> oh,
2: I love how he's like Is this a trick question? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woo!
0: What do we do now,
3: Halfman? Follow me. We'll protect you. Alright.
1: So think us this break of chains. Uh, he's my god? Was. Yeah. Go on.
0: He frees people from being servants, and believes in freedom for all, and to overthrow the bourgeoisie and the ruling castes.
4: Oh. That's
0: quite the word.
3: And he punishes those who disagree, like this? Well, I was being traitorous, so I had to go. Huh. I'm gonna guess he has a very broad definition of traitor-ism. Whatever Maybe. The narrative. <laughs> Maybe. I'll say, if he's a god, what- You say he's a god, how so? Does he display power?
0: He, uh, he's a servant of Saint Marta, and, like, we were worshiping him and Saint Marta because he was, like, freeing us of our, like, ensorcelments and our bindings. Hmm. Does this guy look ractine, or is he Dolumbi? No, he's Dolan Huh.
4: Hmm.
0: Alright. But it went from, you know, uh, saint worship to deity worship rather quickly. It's in Valkany. It's like a village just over there. Alright,
3: I'd say we had there. This is some kind of cult. Well, best flush amount.
0: It's the village that that guy pointed you towards.
4: Hmm. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Makes sense. Breaker of Chains. Freeing women from their, uh. unhappy marriages or whatever they're running away from.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
2: Do you know anything about the runaway women?
0: A lot of women are away from Dolumbia and the unhappy life that they uh, lead there.
2: Any common thread other than it sucks to be a woman?
0: That sums it up. I mean fair. Just so many at once. Alright, and you will make your way to Vulcany with this man. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll wrap this session there. Okay. So, I was Devin the GM. Nicole. Kevin. And Peter. And this is Sponsor I Nobody signing off.